What's Buzzing Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Degnan, and along with me, Michael Fraley. So sports are coming back, finally. I think we're two weeks out now, or coming up to it, to the NBA restart. And since uh, Mike and I have just done a lot of um, movie reviews in a row, we decided we'd switch things up, have uh, Zach and David on the show again, um, and talk about our top 10 players of the NBA restart. This was, uh, for me, this was a tough list to make. I mean, there's so many, like, especially like the new and young players, like coming onto the scene and like balancing like guys like CP3 and PG guys have been around the league for a little while. This was a, this was a tough list, especially at 10 through seven for me. What'd you guys think? Yeah, I didn't think it was that hard. Um, I mean, it's hard to predict everything, but. And I'm making the list. Didn't take me too long. I mean, yeah, I kind of had like the same 15 players in mind for the whole thing. It was just where to put them, which I I also didn't find too hard. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it two Virgils with you. It's it's been pretty tough. I think. Uh, I, I mean, I forgot a lot of players. I forgot how good they are, how not good they are. Me and Slav have had some debates at the at the MTV uh, crib, um, and it's. Uh, <laughs> Been tough to decide sometimes i'm not gonna lie i think certain players get a little bit too harsh of a rep around these parts i think advanced stats can play a role in some people's decision makings but at the end of the day it's the eye test over anything to me so yeah old-fashioned bix yeah. um so i think the way we're gonna format this is we'll start with like if anyone has any honorable mentions or whatever um i know i have a couple but um and then we'll go through like who or which player everyone has at like number 10 and number nine will keep on going down from there. I think that's just like the easiest way to format it. It'll save a lot of time and uh, it'll just be the most efficient. So I'll start with one of my honorable mentions that I like kept out of the top 10 um, who actually like typically is in a lot of ten, top 10 lists I've seen for like top 10 players. And that is um, Joel Embiid. So I don't think Joel Embiid is going to be a top 10 player of the restart uh, at all. I just, I don't think, I think Embiid's like, even just like in regular top 10 lists, I think he's pretty overrated. Um, I do have concerns about like, not like, not about like his weight, but also just like his conditioning when it comes to like the restart, because that's something like we're all going to keep an eye on especially for guys like Embiid and Jokic and even Zion. And I don't know how he's going to do with that. He's also been like really nonchalant in his interviews of talking about like if he's been working or not. And I don't know. I don't think Embiid's like he's near my top 10, mostly because it was like raw talent and, you know, his past performances. But I don't think he's going to like he didn't make my top 10. So we're already starting with the BS then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> this early on we're already starting i just don't think he's top 10 worthy like i just i don't think he is i didn't have one center actually i mean okay it depends if you count ad as a center but i didn't have a center on this list i'm the same way oh well i'll just say one of my honorable mentions um i actually had paul george outside of my top 10 which may seem a little um like a bit of a hot take considering how good he was last year. But I don't know. I just I haven't really heard from him too much this year. I don't think he's having a bad year, but it's just like nothing spectacular by his standards. 
Um, he's still going to be one of the better players, but yeah, I, I just didn't think he was top 10 worthy. I left him out too. I think he's had like a shoulder problem or he's just had like a bunch of nagging injuries for the past like three or four years. I don't think he's top 10. I, I think you're right, Mike. I think he's had like some decent games and, you know, he's had some big performances, but I don't, I think he's having like an all right year. Was yeah. he even an all-star? I don't think uh, he was an all-star. Um, I don't think so. Yeah. Many games before the all-star break, to be honest. Yeah. So, yeah, he was hurt for a while. Yeah. I think, I think you're right about that, Mike. I can, I can give you a few of my honorable mentions. I also went with PG outside of the top 10. Um, at his prime, I think, was it last year or two years ago? You could consider him top five even. I know he was like top three in MVP voting. He was kind of a monster, but um, just hasn't been the same this year. I think Westbrook pairs with him a lot better than Kawhi does, to be honest. Not to say they might not get farther this year in the playoffs, but um, and I also kept Tatum out of my top ten too. I think Tatum's a really, really good player. I think a lot of people think he's very, very good. I think he had a couple very, very good months. Don't get me wrong. At the end of the day, you look at his effectiveness from the field. You look at his leadership qualities, I don't think they're there yet. And so I'm going to keep him out of my top 10. Uh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one, David. I, I can't. Tatum's been so good. I mean, I'll get into this when I, when I reveal he's in my top 10, but I don't think, I don't think you can't. You, ha you have to include him based on his like, past couple of months, especially after the All-Star break. He was, you, an argument could have been made like after the All-Star break, he was a top five player. So I think... I mean, I get what you're saying. Five. But I mean, you could, you could make our, he, 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 what, the All-Star break, Mike? Being a player of the month for Eastern Conference? Yeah, he did. I mean, he's shooting like 42% from three. But, I mean, it's still somewhat impressive. Yeah. He also had like a bunch of big games against like the top dogs, like Clippers, 39 points, like on the road at Lakers, like 42 points. He's shown up at big games. And I think like you can t say what you want about his leadership qualities, like, Showing up in big games takes a lot of leadership. So I think, I think Tatum's definitely worthy of top 10. But um, let's, uh, let's get into our top 10. So I'll start with my 10th best player. I'm again, this is probably going to – I don't know how well received this one will be, but I have Pascal Siakam at number 10. Um, Siakam, you know, he's the best player on the Raptors. Um, who I think are dark horse for the for the chip, and I think Vegas also thinks that as well. Um, he's 25 points per game, great defender, can guard um, one through five. Um, he's shooting really well too from three, so I think he's definitely worthy of top ten. Could I could I give you a hot take real quick? Yeah, I actually think Lowry is the best player on the Raptors. And I think Siakam might be the best offensive player, but if you look at Lowry's impact on the court, I mean, it's, it's not unlike prime CP3. It's not unlike prime. I mean, he's just like one of the truest point guards in the NBA, and he's one of the best passers in the NBA, hands down. And I think in many ways, he was the most valuable player in that series against the Warriors last year, and I think that remains today. I think Siakam has the most potential of anyone, and who knows, maybe we'll be talking about Siakam like we talk about Giannis in like two years. I don't think we're at that point yet. And I think you can talk about Lowry being a top three or four guard in the NBA right now. Yeah. I mean, he does, he does get slept on. I know Zach, you were talking about that last night. I think um, I do. I do. I mean, I get what you're saying about 
know, Lowry and impact stats. But, I mean, at the end of, like, in big moments, like, the Raptors will go to will go to Pascal Siakam. And I think, you know, he's just going to get better over this restart. So, I, that's why I have him at top 10. I don't – I, like – I think I think Lowry could be like top twenty, top fifteen though. So, Zach, who do you have at ten? Yeah, I have Karis LeVert, um, <laughs> best player on the Nets last year, better than D'Lo. Then we got hurt, and then he came back in the playoffs, was their best player again. Um, even a debate in the playoffs, um, and now he's got his own team. So I mean, everybody's everybody's not playing. He's 61% true shooting percentage last year in the playoffs, 23 PER. I mean, put his usage rate up. Like, he's going to be – he's going to be tapped out. So, I'm just curious. Who are some guys – like, who were your honorable mentions? Like, three of them. Who are three guys you put? I got Dame, PG, Embiid, Westbrook. Jokic didn't even make my honorable mentions. Oh, my Jokic God. is a tough one. Like, I, I had him – like, I was – he was, like, fringe top ten for me. And then I saw that photo of him, like, like over the, like, the break. And he was just yeah, so skinny. Yeah. He was so skinny. And, like, I did not think that was good at all. Because, like, he needs that weight to, like, like guard and beat and guard those guys. Like, well, yes no. I mean, he was, he was out of shape to begin the season. Yeah. Too, too yeah, but, like, I also don't think, like – we've never seen, like, a slim Jokic. And I have no clue what, that, what that's going to look like. Sure. I feel like you're overhyping how big of a deal him losing that weight is. I think you're underestimating how big of a deal that is. Like, I don't think that's going to take him from, like, a top 10 player to, like, out of the top 15 even. I think it will. No, I personally didn't have him as top 10 before the, before the break either, though, myself. He was but top 10 I'll, last year, but he was, he's not having, like, as good of a year. He started off. I will say this to Zach. Look at whatever advanced stats you want. You're talking about Karis LeVert, who's a 42, 41% field goal percentage shooter at 17 points. Yeah, he's, he's been hurt. He's been on and off. I mean, and, and so, I mean, what's to say he won't get injured again? I mean, he's, he's a good player. He has a lot of potential. But to even put him anywhere near the top 10 right now, I would say, is kind of outrageous. He doesn't have that good advanced stats. I'm not going off those. So, I don't know what you're going off then you I'm decided like all of his advanced stats last year's playoffs but he had decent advanced stats he had good advanced stats in the oh well last year's I mean I get, I get that like it just yeah. I mean he had like was it this year or last year he got off to a really good start to the year and then he like messed up his ankle probably both I, don't know. I think that was this year or no no it was last year was he was last good last year too he's their best player when he was healthy like uh, you, you make a decent point with him being the only player that that the Nets have left who's functioning on two legs. But, um, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't think – I mean, I'm assuming you have – I mean, if, if Beal's not returning. I don't know. It's tough. I mean, there's just, like, no real comparison to that. I think Levert is not even in the same tier as a lot of these players yet. Not I mean, just like – Maxi could play, like, 12 games, though. Because, like, aren't the Nets in the playoff spot? Like, yeah, I'm not, like – I'm not, like, punishing them because they're not going to make it, like – yeah. Okay. Well, I get it. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Mike, who'd you have at 10? Um, 10 for me, I had Chris Paul. So mainly just because, like, no disrespect to Shea Gildas Alexander. I think he's super underrated, by the way. Like, I don't think he gets enough credit for the Thunder's success this year. Mm-hmm. But I think Chris Paul is the best player on a Thunder team that had the point that had a 0.2% chance to make the playoffs this year. Um I think that speaks for itself. 
quite honestly. Um, I think he deserves – he's still one of the best point guards in the league, defensively and offensively. Um, I think that speaks for itself, so I had to put him at 10. Yeah. I mean, the, the Chris Paul situation is just like – like you said, like it's like a testament to like how good he is because – I don't know, maybe this was just me, but after he got traded to OKC – last year for Westbrook, I thought he was personally just going to like throw in the towel and like demand a trade, maybe find, you know, maybe like end his career, like trying to win a chip, but like what he's doing with this Thunder team, like, like I agree. He's the best player. Also, I think Danilo Gallinari, like he's not even close to this list, but he's also like very underrated, like doesn't get enough credit for what he does uh, for the Thunder. But um, I think, I, I think CP is like a, pretty good pick for number 10 using my honorable mention he might he might still be the most savvy point guard in the nba yeah yeah did he say 35 he's like 35 and he's doing this with the thunder team ridiculous yeah um, um number nine so wait i can go don't don't forget about dave oh dave didn't go you're disrespecting his list? I'm sorry, Bix. I thought you went. He already knows the worst list. Here. I got a hot take at number 10 because most people got him in top five probably. Let's hear whatever this shit is. I'm going to give you Damian Lillard at number 10, and here's why. Didn't even have him on my list. He's not even on my list. Never He's not on my list. Except for a big shot against OKC. Guy lives on first-round exit versus the Warriors. I guess he can't face the Warriors this time, so maybe we'll keep that to his advantage. The only reason he made in the top 10. I think he's the most overrated player in the NBA. I stand by that. He is good. He's cold in some ways. But, my God, is this man overhyped. McCollum's a better player than him past the end of the regular season. And Dude. I don't know. He has yet to prove that he can play in the playoffs with the big dogs yet, and I don't think he's going to be able to do it in Orlando. I believe in the 2K curse. I believe it's coming for him. I think this man is number 10 and barely number 10 at that, too. He wasn't on either of me and Sam's list. Yeah. So I thought I would take. No, uh, you completely disrespected him and threw him in the top ten. I mean. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't think, like, saying CJ's better than him. Come on, David. CJ's like, not better than him. They're, like, equal. They're equal. They're equal, Dave. I don't know if they're equal. Like, Dame scores. Like, Dame is such a bucket. But I think the problem with Dame is, like, again, his numbers dip in the playoffs and, you know, that sucks, but it's not unique because, like, guys like Harden see that too. And um, <laughs> and I just think, like, I think if he had a little more, like, surrounding help, like the thing that has been plaguing the Blazers for years is just a good big and a good wing defender or just a good wing scorer. I say something real quick. I actually think that they've had one of the best, just one of the genuinely best, like, core group of supporting guys for Anna. I think you could argue that they had a better supporting cast than Curry did last year in the playoffs. Um, and I think like Jokic as prime is a pretty darn good player. They have some really good wing defenders and shooters. It was just like, I mean, yeah, they didn't want a third star, but like how many players like Dame get a McCollum right with them their entire career. Curry, Curry supporting cast against the Rockets versus Curry supporting cast against the Blazers and the Clippers and the Raptors is completely different. Yeah, I mean, it was it was it was top team on like two Hall of Famers. Yeah. All right, number nine now. Um, I can go again. So this is like, like some people were like, 
you guys aren't going to like this, but I, I feel pretty confident about this. Um, ben Simmons. So I have Ben Simmons at number nine, and here's, here's why. So Simmons is a top three defender in the league. I don't think there's – I mean, some people might, may not think of him like that, but he's leading the league in steals, and he can guard one through five. Um, and I'm, this was before I heard that he was playing, you know, the four or he was going to play the four during the bubble. And now that actually just has me more excited because I think, I think he's going to do really well in the bubble. I think the style of plays I've heard said, that's like going to be more like nay you tournament, you know, more up and down, less, you know, officiating. And I think it's just going to be, it's just going to benefit Simmons and his, you know, his playmaking. I think he's definitely gonna be a top, top 10 player by the end of, uh, by the end of the restart. Sam, could I ask you who between AD, Kawhi, Draymond, and uh, Gobert? Giannis and Gobert. Yeah. Giannis and Gobert, and then Ben Simmons. Yeah. I mean, have to disagree with that. A better defender than Kawhi or AD? Yes, yes. yes. Kawhi is not a good defender anymore. Kawhi is, yeah, Kawhi is an overrated defender. He was getting his ass bust up take Milton before the end of the restart, or before COVID. So also, also, your take phase is a better defender than AD is preposterous. AD is defensive player of the year no Giannis is. no he's not <laughs> I mean it's you Gobert. have to have a guard defender in the top in the top three Gobert uh, okay Gobert. then maybe I could maybe I'd go Giannis AD Simmons Simmons is definitely in there though Gobert what about Gobert uh, you can't I mean, not yeah, have I'm just saying like it's either AD or Gobert I take Gobert over AD in terms of defense all right, all right, number nine, I got Kyle Lowry, actual best player on the Raptors. <laughs> I don't know about that. I already talked about that. I don't know. Agree with Zach here. Good pick. You have two picks. He's kind of disrespected a little bit too much, but I don't know. I, I don't over Dame and like all those guys you listed that you had as your honorable mentions. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just might not even make the playoffs. Let's let's think. I mean, yeah. and I know Zach, you're not holding against people, but like, I, I I get the Lowry thing, but I don't think he's top ten. I don't even think he's even close. Like, I don't know how you can put CP or you can put Lowry over CP. I just don't see that. I agree, I agree with that. I, I saw CP play last year's playoffs. He was terrible. Who has a ring? Lowry. <laughs> I mean. I mean, yeah, yeah. And Blake Griffin and DeAndre, like you could argue Lowry meant more to his team and his playoff runs than CP meant to his. I mean, Lowry's like, Lowry's averaging like 19 points a game, shooting like 35% from three. Like, I don't know if that's top 10 worthy or even close. And like, I don't even think he's like, that much of a plus defender to like put him in the top 10. I don't know. I mean, uh, he's, he's, got, got good stats, so. he's got good stats. You'd argue like, that he shifted uh, at two of the games in the finals last year, him alone, honestly. Yeah, like people kind of forget Kawhi was not that good in the finals, specifically the finals. It was like it was like Lowry, Ben Vliet, Siakam, Marcus and Kawhi were like all equal. Yeah, Baka, I mean, that was more of just like – it was like the most team effort finals win I've seen. Honestly, in like a while. Most what? It was just like the most like it was a team oh, effort. It's not like one yeah, player. It's not like Dirk twenty eleven. 
since the Spurs, honestly. They were playing Jess Curry. Yeah. With no, no, Clay was there for most of the season or most yeah. of the series. Like, yeah. Like four or six. All right, Mike. Or Mike, who'd you have at nine? Um, nine, I had Jokic. Okay. Now, I, I think this is – for me, I think he's probably the – I mean, if we're counting – I don't know, are we counting Giannis? Counting Giannis is a big man. Jokic is probably like the third or fourth best in the bubble. Um, this year, he's still averaging like 20, 10, and um, – he's averaging 20, 10, and 7 as a big man, which is like – you can't really ignore that. Those are pretty insane stats. Um, he's not shooting very well from three. Only thirty-one percent, but I mean, it's kind of good for him. Like, like he's he shot below, or he shot like around there, like his whole career, pretty much. Yeah, he's just been like an average three-point shooter his whole career. He's got a good field goal percentage, though. I mean, I like the Nuggets in the playoffs. Don't really, I don't think they're that much of a force to be honest. But that's why I had him at nine. But I still think, I mean, he's the best player on their team, putting up great stats. That's fair. I, I I mean, I get like the Jokic top ten because if he's just like the most unique player, he's one of the most unique players in NBA history for sure. Like you don't see a seven footer like like a big guy like seven footer like pass like him. You know, yeah. he's just super creative. So I, I get I get it's the weird too. He was fourth in MVP voting last year. Yeah, he had a monster year last year. He was. I thought Dame should have been above him. I thought Dame should have been third last year. What what was the order last year? What was it? So it was Giannis, Giannis Harden, Harden, PG, PG, Jokic, Dame. Or he was a good three last year. It was a good pick for PG. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give my ninth. Um, mine is actually Embiid. I have Embiid in the top ten because I think, look, to some extent, you don't really know what you're going to get with him and. If you're not cheering for him, he's one of the most dislikable players in the NBA. I understand that. But at the same time, just based off of raw talent and what he can do on a nightly basis, he's top three based off of raw. I mean, just what he his potential every night. Like he can give you 35, 15, and like seven blocks. Like he's just like a monster on both ends of the floor. I think he's a better player than Ben Simmons. I mean, I don't know about in five years, but right now I think he's much more consistent. Um and look, I mean, he he has some woes in the playoffs, but he also played really, really good sometimes. He kind of played really, really good on the home games against the Raptors. And for, I mean, they brought to seven, and a lot of that was thanks to him. Um, and there's not a lot of people in the NBA who can defend Embiid at any position. Embiid was terrible in the playoffs the last two years. He did pretty well at the home games against the Raptors. 43% from the field as a center. From the field, not even including three-pointers, 43%. Yeah, his shot selection sucks. If look at his games against the Raptors at home. He averaged like his I mean, overall one, like terrible. That matters. Yeah, that that was why makes that was one like one of my main concerns with Embiid was shot selection. Like Zach, I saw that he should, he shot forty three percent from like the field as a big guy last in the playoffs last year. Like he takes a lot of threes and he's not even an average shooter. Oh, he's he's not a good shot selector but i'm saying on any given night he can give you 40 and there's nothing he can do to stop him like i don't know what it is that makes him you know turn it up to the next level but there's literally maybe five players in the nba who can guard him 
And there's, yeah, no, yeah, I mean, one that's, of that's just the story. unpredictability that's like scaring me from putting in the top 10. But I, I like, I respect why you put him there. Dave, his home games against the Raptors last year 36%, 17 points, 28%, 11 points. Okay, maybe it wasn't the Raptors, maybe it was the Suffolk. I don't know, but he had some very good games. I mean, like, it's it's outrageous to think he's not like anyone. Wait, is this regular? Game Celtics, 15 points, 40% shooting. 22 points, 38% shooting. Yeah, I think Marcus – I remember Marcus Hall just – I think a lot of that was Simmons, actually, and Butler, who took him to seven. Yeah, but it's Butler. Um, eight. So, I have – this is for me. I have Zion here. Um, I know. So I think I think Zion's going to be a monster during this restart. Um, he's – again, this is just going to, like, totally favor – him because I think he's just gonna I mean from what I've seen he looks good he doesn't look out of shape so I think he's gonna really you know flourish during this restart and however games they many games they play I think he's gonna continue putting up big numbers and um, as long as he continues to learn like defensively how to guard because he's like a negative on defense right now but you know if he keeps going I think he's gonna he'll, he'll definitely get to top five in three or four years but I think right now if he has a really good restart, he could, you know, be one of the 10 best players of this restart. I forgot about Brandon Ingram. He maybe could have been on the list or an honorable mention or something. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I think Zion's – I honestly think Zion's the best player on the Pelicans right now. It's just efficiency with B.I. that, like, kind of scares me. I could see Ingram averaging, like, 30. Dude, but, but Zion – see, the thing about Zion for me, though, I haven't seen enough. Like – he hasn't – I mean, he's only – how many games has he played? He's played, like, 30 – like, 20 or 30. And he's, like, averaging, like, 20-plus. Like, dude, I I don't know. It's just – it's a little suspect just because we haven't seen enough from him. He hasn't been around enough. Like, I agree. He probably – he could be pretty high, but there's just, like, way too much what if there for me. I don't know. I'm going with Tata. I'm at eight. I don't know if there's much explaining to do. I mean, Tatum. That's fair. Yeah, he was he was pretty good looking at his stats after the All Star break. He was he was monster. I have him coming up soon, but I I think he's definitely deserving of top ten picks. Do you have him in your top ten picks? Who? Jason Tatum. No, he's in my honorable mentions. Oh yeah, you did say that. He's averaging like twenty three points per game, it's pretty solid. I mean, he's been really much better after the All Star break, but he's averaging like. I mean, if Embiid was such an outrageous pick, they're averaging the same amount of points this year. And Embiid also gives you rebounds and field goal percentage. I was more just like a, after the All-Star break, he was averaging like 28, 29, yeah. shooting like 42% from three. But, I mean, he was really, really hot for a while, and then he had a few like not great games. Like he didn't show up against the Rockets, I believe. I think he didn't show up against a couple other teams. He did show up against the Clippers and the Lakers, so I'll give that to him. Yeah, he was on a tear pre-COVID, so – um well number eight for me I actually I kind of agree with a lot of what what Dave said I had and and beat at eight um like I think yeah I don't know you're making me feel a little hesitant about that though talking about his unpredictability which I kind of agree with some parts of that but um I don't know I guess you just call it a gut feeling I kind of think he's gonna go off I think he's offensively the best big man in the league oh that's Cal. Yeah, it's definitely cat, bro. 
Okay, maybe Cavs. Well, he's like one or two. Either way. The ones left, maybe, yeah. He's, I think yeah. Jokic is better offensively. I think just to – I agree, but – Yeah, I agree. It could go either way, though. That's true. If he's definitely, like, the best – or he's, yeah. like – I don't know. He's, like, probably the second-best defensive big man in the league on Gobert. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, I'd say AD behind Gobert. Are we, are we counting AD as a center, though? I mean, we're counting him as a big man. Still a big. Well, then, yeah. Probably, probably, like, a four or five. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, I had Embiid eight. I just – I kind of think he's going to go off in these playoffs. I think it's his time to be the alpha dog. No Jimmy Butler there. He's going to have to take over. It should be. We'll see. Um, Who's your eight picks? All right. This is a little bit of a hot take. At number eight, I got Gershon Yabuselli. Good um, take. Good take. Two point He's in my top five. Great take. <laughs> 44. 12.4 PER. What more do you do? 1.1 win share. No, Remind actually. Remind me what league he's in again. I don't know what league he's in at this point, Yabu Sully. He's not in, he's in next dancing bear. How can you not love this guy? <laughs> Glenn, I, big baby Davis. He's actually the player I've done the most research on. Oh, so nobody I, better have Mitchell on their list, by the way, Donovan. Yeah, that's facts. He's not even near top ten. After uh, last year's no, honestly, I do have a hot take at number eight. It's not actually Yabu Sully as much as I want it to be. Number eight is actually Jimmy Butler for me because yeah, I to me. Regardless of stats, I think Jimmy Butler is one of the – like, he just doesn't give up in any game. He's like – you've seen him go head-to-head with the 76ers. You've seen him go head-to-head with the Lakers. You've seen him go head-to-head with a lot of different teams, with the Bucks. Um, and he has the capacity to bring this Heat team to go seven games with any team in the NBA. I think – I don't think they're that great of a team. I think Butler is one of the best leaders, despite – being like a locker room like problem in there like on the court he's one of the best players he's one of the hardest workers one of the best defenders I'd say he's a top five defender in the NBA um and he also averages like 24 points per game on pretty darn good field goal percentage um and he's a great clutch player as well so I'm gonna put Jimmy Butler at number eight I think that's fair Rick. um people forget like he had a really good game against the 76ers or against the Raptors in game seven last year like I had a bunch of big shots down the stretch. I mean, people, the one thing that people remember from that, from that game is, you know, quiet shot, but like in the clutch, it was actually Embiid and Butler that six or that the Sixers were going to. So I think, I think the Heat are honestly an underrated team, but I agree with the statement, Vicks, that, you know, Jimmy can take this Heat team to a seven game series with anyone. I just really believe that. Yeah, I agree with that. I didn't even have my honorable mentions, and I feel kind of stupid now. I yeah, can't I lie. I feel a little stupid, too. I kind of feel a little stupid. Like, he deserves to be a, at least an honorable mention. I think it's probably because they just don't like him. Do you guys see where I have him? Yeah, we just hate him. Um, all right, seven. Yeah, so here's where I have Tatum. So, 26 plus after the All-Star break, 42% from three throughout the year. Um, the clear alpha dog of the Celtics. I mean, there's kind of debate, like, who's, whose team is it? Is it Tatum's team? Is it Jalen Brown's team? Is it Kemba's team? No, it's Tatum's team. So, Tatum's <laughs> gone head-to-head with, you know. I don't know if there's any debate if it's Jalen Brown's team. I don't know about Well, that. before the season. Kemba's, the way Kemba's played, it's definitely not Kemba's team. Yeah. I mean, there was, like, after Kyrie left, they were, like, who's 
like who's going to yeah, lead this before team. Before the season Tatum. Yeah, so, I mean, he's gone head-to-head with LeBron and AD in L.A., Kawhi and, you know, PG PG in L.A., I mean, in Boston, too. So, I think he's going to really step up in these playoffs, and I think he's going to have a really, really good end of the year. Seven, I got I got Luka. I mean, maybe it's the lowest anybody has in here, but I just think there's – Top seven, it's all really good. Could be in any order. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's fair. Seven, I had – this is where I had Dame. Now, this might be a little bit high compared to some of you. But, like, dude, Dame is just – you know, I know he's got the first-round exits, but can't forget the fact that they went to the Western Conference Finals last year. Um, and it tough swept. Yeah. He sure. sucked in that second-round series, though, against the Nuggets. That was CJ. You in the second round. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like for me with Embiid, I, I just feel like it's his time to take his team far and go off. You know, it's kind of a, it, I don't know if it's a hot take. It's kind of a gut feeling thing again. Like, Do you dude, see them like he's, I mean, they're like, they might not even put, make the playoffs. I think they're like maybe the eighth or like the ninth CD. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just saying like, if you would get them to the playoffs, it's like he was going off this regular season. He had like a seven game span. He's averaging like 48, which is insane. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's – I think he's probably – I mean, I think he's probably a top three point guard right now in the league. Um, if you're including guys outside of the bubble too, I don't know if that – I mean, like, who would you have? Steph? I mean, then you're either going to leave, like, Westbrook or CB3 out. I, I have Dame as a top five point guard, but not top three. Yeah. Yeah. Top I, – I think top five for sure, though. It's kind of a loaded point guard league right now, so it's kind of tough. It depends what you define. Also, like, yeah, if you're counting Luka or Harden at point guard, because they technically have to play point guard. Yeah. you could. I mean, position-wise, it's tough to judge, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Giannis could be a point guard. Who knows? Like, Mike, like, game, game seven against the Nuggets, three for 17 shooting for 13 points, like. Yeah, CJ saved his ass. Like, see that stat enough. Like, I don't know. Like, he's, like, no, it's, like, this clutch guy because of his shot against Westbrook when, like, he just laid the bed against the Nuggets. Like, I don't know. And they still won without him. Like, to me, that shows more than, uh, like, just a bit. I don't know. That's fair. I might have been hyping up his regular season stats too much. Versus playoff. He was having a really good regular season, though. So, like, who knows? But he always does. There was no COVID. Like, he could have continued that. I don't know. I could see, like, the Blazers, like, if both CJ and Dame get hot, like, I could see them upsetting, like, you know, maybe, like, a Clippers team or the Rockets. Like, I could see that happening. Like, okay, like, this is not now. Like, obviously not now. But, like, like, if there was – if the season just kept going, like, I could totally see that. Just, like, the way Dame was playing. Because he was on fire during this regular season. I don't know. Fix, who's your seven again? I'm actually tied with uh, Slav here. I got Luka. Um, I think Luka is very, very good, and I think he's going to be really good in the playoffs, and I think he's one of the funnest players in the NBA to watch and all that. And even though I don't really like him, like he's just, you know proven me wrong every time I've doubted him. Um, it wasn't like anything personal not to like him. I just like, I was like cheering on Trey Young in the rookie of the year thing. So you just like have like oh, yeah. 
negative sentiments towards Luca. That's all it is. I think he's a good guy, obviously. Um, but yeah, I think he's seven. I think he's like very, very good. Obviously, we just don't really know. Oh, we haven't seen playoff Luca yet. He's still very young, um, and sometimes he can get a little bit frustrated getting some foul trouble. I don't know. I mean, it's not like yeah. he has many flaws. He's a top seven player. Yeah. He's like he's like average on defense. He, it's not like he can't defend. He, he's average. Yeah. Um. Okay. I so now six. This is where I have Luca, and so like I think six seven is like a perfect spot for him right now. Again, like he's like conducting like one of the most efficient offenses of all time like 28 9 and 8 on like insane usage like it's like the same usage as Harden and like he's just he's also 21 years old it's just I think he's gonna only continue to get better as he gets more and more experience so Mavs got you know it's just like so it's so perfect that the Mavs like right as Dirk retires like get the new face of the franchise for the next 20 years with Luka like Luca's gonna be doing this for the next ten to fifteen years, so I think yeah. six is a good spot for him. Luca and Kristaps too. Don't forget about Kristaps. Kristaps is not good, bro. He's averaging seventeen on a max contract. That's not that good. Yeah, he, he, he always he, been over. He fell off, dude. He he kind of fell off because he wasn't that like, good in New York. I, I went to a, a Wolves Mavs game to see D'Lo and uh, Doncic go out. Doncic sat, but I think Kristaps had like forty-two or something. Or oh something. yeah, he's had some monster games though. He's tough to guard. My God. Yeah, I mean he he's just super inconsistent. Like if he can just like figure it out, the Mavs will be Mavs will be top four seed for the next. White Powell too. He tore his Achilles. Tim Hardaway, Boban. Don't forget about Boban. Hardaway is like forget about Barea, JJ yeah. Barea. Can't forget about Barea. Yeah. Seth Curry. Justin Jackson. Top 100 point guard in the NBA. <laughs> Top 100. I don't, I don't know if there's 100 that. point guards. Not going to give that to Barea. I don't know if I can give him that. I mean, he shut down LeBron in the 2011 finals. <laughs> the monster. Right. Mike, who's your, Mike, who's your six? Uh, six, I also had Luca. I mean, just for like the same reasons we mentioned, he's been like arguably a top five player in the league this year in the regular yeah. season. Um, like you can't put, you can't really put him over like AD, Kawhi, Harden, Giannis though, just cause he hasn't been in the playoffs. Um, I think he, yeah, I'm, I'm just interested to see how good he does in the playoffs because like you said, he's young. He could easily just get frustrated and choke, but I don't think he will. I think he'll do well. Yeah. He's honestly like, I'm I'm so excited to see him in the playoffs because like we just don't know how he's gonna do. Yeah. We haven't seen him before, so. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I got I got you at six. You have who at six? I have a hot take. Uh, okay. I got Russ Westbrook. I think, in my opinion, this season. Wow. wow. This season, if you're not counting Harden, you're not counting Braun. I, in my opinion, this season, regular season so far, has been the best point guard in the NBA. Um, Dude, this first half of the season was horrible. Wait, first half, counting, if you're not counting who and who? Harden and Braun, he said. Harden and Braun, who you could consider as point guards at different. Luka? Giannis? I mean, I, I, I have Luka has been better like than Russ for most of this year, dude. Yeah, like, Russ, Russ had just like, a stretch of games. Like, Luka was like – 
it's commanding look, the best I, offense of all time. It's more, it's more than just a stretch of games. Like the guy's averaging 28 points per game, seven assists per game with one of the best field goal percentages of his entire career, shooting at 48 and shooting 80% from the free throw line. And like, I don't know. Like, I think for a large fan of the season, he's been more important. And this is no offense to Uzek, but he's been like the best player on the Rockets. And like, you'll probably admit that too for a large. No, like a third of the season, yeah. Um, but like, I mean, there he can take over in so many different ways, and he's defending better than ever. He's shooting better than ever. He's averaging twenty eight a game. Like, it's not an outrageous thing to consider him a top six player. Um, and come playoff time, like he's like an animal, right? Like you don't know what you're going to get from him on any night, but like he could go off for however many you can expect. And he has endless playoff experience. Um, and I think he's going to come back from COVID. I mean, just fine. I don't think it's going to impact. Just not that he's just not a good playoff player though. Yeah, he's not. Barely. I mean, like he's, he's never really had a teammate as good as Harden in the playoffs, even though PG was really good. Yeah, I agree. Dude, uh, he's Okay, well, KD, but like he was like a second year player. <laughs> I mean, KD wasn't that good in that. And KD. against the Warriors. I mean, yeah, he wasn't exactly like. But neither good. was Russ. No, Russ has never had really a, like a really good playoffs. No, he hasn't. But I think it's coming, and I think this is honestly his best regular season since his MVP year. I mean, dude, he he got outplayed by Dame last year. He got outplayed by Donovan Mitchell the year before. Like, actually, well, I mean, Don wasn't exactly. Donovan did. All. I mean, look, yeah, he's right. He's like – I mean, I, Bix, I get the pick. Like, I, the last two years he hasn't been that good, but I'm telling you, I think he's different this year. Like, he's never shot this good and had this many that's points. Fair. No, that's fair. Yeah, like, it's like one of those he's things. Just, like, he's he's 25% from three. If he can fix his shot selection. He's the best, second best player on the team, other than a certain someone who's coming up in my list in the NBA. I think that's fair. Right. We'll see how he plays. Sometimes he's really bad in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, so. uh, five. Um, did any of us give our sixth besides Bix? I did. Yeah. I get. Yeah, I. Mike and I. Yeah, we yeah. Oh, I had a. Uh, I had Kawhi. I, I had Kawhi. I think. Yeah, I had Kawhi. That's six. Um, just because he's not. He was a little bit low. I don't know. I just don't. Think, I feel like he's just not. He's like not. That good in a. He was not that good in the finals last year. Like, he gets injured easily. He's not been that amazing this year. Like, six is still high. I just don't think he's that good. Well, I'll say you're, you're right about the finals. I think that's not talked about enough. He didn't do that much in the finals. But there's no doubting how important he was to them, especially just in the playoffs throughout. I mean, against the Bucks, he was nuts. Against the Celtics, he was nuts. Bro, I mean, he Clamped Giannis against when they played the Bucks. I mean, he was he was a different level than not. I mean, and Giannis was Giannis was terrible in that series. Yeah, he was, but like it's not like saying like it was all quiet. Just like well, no, it wasn't. But I mean, Uh, still kind of clamped him. Oh yeah, he did. Like he was one of like the guy, like the better guys who guarded him. Like that was mostly like they collapsed every driving lane. Like nobody else could hit shots, and then Giannis had to force. You could you could easily make the argument that he was number one at the end of last year. No, I don't yes, think he's good. You definitely could. Barely anymore, but you can make that argument. I think yeah. it's a I think it's like a bit high for the drop off sack, but like I get because like he's not that good of a playmaker. He's an overrated defender, and he has injury concerns, and he shows up and like or like he just sometimes doesn't show up in big games, and he's kind of gotten lucky throughout his career. Whereas like guys like Braun and Harden have gotten super unlucky. Yeah. So, 
I, I get it. Um, I have I have AD here. So, I mean, is this way? Is this five for you? This is five for me. Okay. Sorry, I have AD at five. Um, I've been going back and forth with like where to put AD. I I don't. He's he's kind of tough because I don't I don't know like how much of his production I got to you know attribute to LeBron because Le- LeBron's playing out of his mind, but I think. He's like one of the best defenders in the league. Um, great, you know, rim finisher. He's like now like league average from three, which is like pretty good for him. And it's like allowed, you know, he's he's that second star. Like he's probably like talent wise, like the one of the best players LeBron's ever played with. If you like want to include, like it's Kyrie. Uh, I, I think he is the best, honestly. Like Maybe talent wise, yeah. Season, this is Brown's best teammate at the time. Yeah argue yeah like I don't think I mean it'll be really interesting to see how he does in the playoffs because like he's had some playoff like experience but it's like always been like eight seed against the Warriors or the Spurs like he's never been able to even like win a series well he no didn't he won a series against Dame didn't he yeah well a couple years ago it's Drew Holiday but um I mean well, it'll be really interesting to see because, like, it's pretty much a guarantee he's going to go one to two rounds, like, win at least one to two rounds in the playoffs because he's with LeBron. So it'll be interesting to see how he does in those big games. But I think five is, like, a pretty fair place for him right now. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, I'd agree. I agree. I had a tough time with this four and five, but I had to put AD there just based off the fact that he hasn't had any deep playoff runs for mm-hmm. me see that like all right he's always going to be consistent in the playoffs like yeah he had that one series where they swept the blazers but i mean great offensively arguably defensive player of the year this year i don't really know how you couldn't put him in the top five to be honest um i don't think he's anything higher than four but like four or five he's got to go right there yeah i think that's i think that's fair zach you want to go um, am I doing my number five? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I put Butler. Even though Ooh. I hate Butler. Oh. I hate Butler. I just think – Don't we all? Don't we all? I could just see him, like, just, like, going off. Like, there was this portion of last year's playoffs where he was, like, a top three performer in the playoffs for, like, a certain portion yeah. of the playoffs last year. I just think he's capable of doing it, and he really likes playing in Miami. And I think this environment – for this, like how everything's going, this environment is just like suited perfectly for him. Uh, suit him, yeah. No distractions. Yeah, I could totally. Yeah, I could totally. Do you guys see the story where um, Butler received a noise complaint because he was dribbling a basketball up at like three a.m.? Yeah, dude, He's one of the most dedicated players in the NBA. Part of me, like, okay, like the part of me thinks like he leaked that story himself. Maybe that's just like me being like. That's very possible. Yeah. Dude, I kind of forgot about about him. Like he's in quarantine in his room. That's the only way he could practice, apparently. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think, Mike, Mike, I feel really stupid not even having an honorable mention. I do. Like I, I feel, I feel so stupid. (laughs) It would mean the only smart ones enough to put Butler in. Yeah, but um, calm down. (laughs) Imagine not having Tatum in your top ten. I think it's a reasonable. I mean, Butler's better than Tatum, but yeah. It's fine. It's just not. Uh, number five, 
for me, I have Kawhi. Um, I kind of agree with just about everything Zach said. I think he's just a little bit overrated. Don't get me wrong. He could, I could see him putting up 30 points per game and the Clippers winning the title and I'll eat my words, but I think he's not as consistent as he was last year. He's not the player he was last year. He seems to take random breaks from games, whether he's playing or not, he seems to take random breaks from games occasionally. Um, when the Clippers play the Lakers, sometimes PG plays better than he does. Um, he's a really good player and he's a, still a very strong defender, even if he's somewhat overrated. Yeah. And he's a really great, I mean, he's has the best mid range, arguably, in the NBA. Um, but I don't think anymore that he's necessarily, I wouldn't put him in the same class as Harden and Giannis Braun anymore. I just wouldn't. Really, the, the fact that when they played through the season, they double teamed Harden at half court with Kawhi and PG just like shows you that Kawhi is just not, it can't guard him. He just can't lock up. Yeah, you can't guard him or he like refuses to. Yeah, and they stick Beverly or or Morris on Braun now too. He's yeah. not guarding the star anymore. Yeah. Yeah, but like I mean and when he does, they burn him. The yeah. thing the thing that like irritates me though about like Kawhi is that you know Braun like Braun gets a lot of hate because like he doesn't guard the best guys anymore. And like like I get that, but like then we see Kawhi like not doing that either. And he's also taking like he's doing like he's notorious for load management he's taking like games off just yeah. to like rest his body and you know well, I, I just i think worst thing yet about him too I yeah and i just i don't know how he's gonna do and like are you gonna rest him in orlando is he got injury concerns too yeah yeah i don't know i think i'll touch on Brian guarding the top guys later in my list i'll touch on that again I mean, he doesn't guard the top guys. That's okay. Like, I mean, you have LeBron in your top four, Dave? Oh, it's a big surprise. Yeah, I actually have him in my top four. Oh, yeah. wow. Do you not? He's kidding. He, uh, if he hasn't listed Bron yet, he has him in his top four. And I if he doesn't have Bron in the top ten, then you're uninviting him from this podcast forever. <laughs> He's never coming back on ever again. If LeBron isn't top two, you're never coming back on. He's not. Hey, right now, he's not. You want me to do my number four right now? Yeah. Braun. Oh, my God. Are you freaking kidding me? Seriously? Okay. Tell me, tell me you can't picture this. Tell me you can't picture LeBron shooting 28% from three, throwing up deep threes. Like this He's not going to throw up deep threes. I guarantee you he will not be chucking up deep threes. He doesn't. He doesn't. And, like, fourth quarter, free throw percentage, can't, like, he's been terrible from free throw, even worse than before. Like, the last just, time I, I'm, I'm, I'm picturing AD being better. That's what I'm picturing. Playoffs. When was the last time he shot 28 for, percent from three in the first? I'm just picturing. I'm picturing AD being better. Okay, because he didn't even make the playoffs last year, Dave. He was injured. He was that, they weren't going to make the playoffs even before he was hurt. They, they were. were they were literally about to. They were literally no, they like, like, destroying the Warriors on Christmas Day, and yeah. you could see the momentum. Like yeah. Lonzo was breaking out of his shell. Like, things are going to go great. And then one freak injury. You can just say things were going to go great. That doesn't mean they were. I mean, it means that when you can't just say he's going to be worse than. By the way, Dave, the last time he shot below 30% in the playoffs was 2015. And before that, that was 2012. five years ago, Zach. I mean, it's like, it doesn't happen. How many playoff games he's had? Okay. Zach, I think you're out of pocket for this take. I just don't think you cannot, you can't have him at four. He's like the best passer in the league. Top four is like the most physically imposing guys in the league. Dude, just, just listen to this. He is 
35, averaging 26, 11. I don't care that he's 35. It means nothing. That's, that's hey, still having one of his best seasons. It's impressive, but it means nothing for my list. I'm not going to give Don, him one of his best seasons. Old. All right, well, give him some benefit <sighs> of the doubt because he's in the Warriors, unlike your favorite player. The Warriors aren't in this, bro. They don't need to be. Someone shows up in the playoffs. They don't need to be. Literally, Harden took the Warriors way farther than LeBron. When Harden's LeBron numbers drop off in the playoffs, whereas LeBron's don't. End of story. God, it's almost the second best player on LeBron's team was freaking Jordan Clarkson for a series. Like, seriously. Uh, Who's Harden's second best player in game six and seven? Ariza, who couldn't I'm not make it into, I'm not, I don't give a shit about Harden against the Warriors three years ago. I'm not getting into this. <laughs> you lost. That's all that matters. <laughs> LeBron. Yeah. Um, all right. I'll, I'll give my number four. Uh, this is where I had Kawhi. Now, I mean, you guys talking a lot about, like, it, I guess his motivation, um, how he didn't really do much in the finals last year. But – I don't know. I, I think the fact that he was still the best player on the championship team, I'm not going to say he carried them. He had a great supporting cast. Um, yeah, maybe he's kind of fallen off a bit this year, but I don't know. I, I just, I still think he's probably overall a better player than AD. Um, I, yeah, I just, I had to put him four. I couldn't yeah, leave the top there five. There were actually moments when he was carrying though. Like I do remember like watching games. Yeah. No one like Lowry couldn't get one to fall. Siakam was cold as hell, and then somehow, I mean, like, dude, against the Sixers and the Bucks, like he was. Yeah, in the Sixers, like the Sixers game, Game Seven, like he was so big in that game. He took like forty-five shots because no one else was shooting. Like yep. Siakam yeah. was afraid, and he was just—I mean, he's known for that shot, but he was hitting some big-time shots beforehand. And I mean, I have him. I have him at four here, Mike. So I, I, I'm with you. Um, I think this is a good spot for him because, you know, we've addressed like overrated on defense, um, you know, injury concerns, load management stuff. Like, and I think he's going to be really good in Orlando, but like, I don't know how I think four is like a good spot for him right here. I just, it, I just it's the fact that I just trust him more in the playoffs than a lot of other people on this list, specifically AD. Like, don't even forget, like, I know his 2014 finals MVP was, like, a little questionable because he only averaged, like, 18-4-4. But, he, I mean, he was still, like, arguably the second best. Maybe player on that team. Yeah. So, I mean, he's been great in the playoffs for years now. Like, you can't really go wrong with that. Yeah. Um, for my number four, I've actually flipped Mike's list. I got AD at number four, and this is a little bit of Lakers bias. I've just watched AD play a little bit more than these other guys. Um, but, I mean, to me, he's the best defender in the NBA, and that's the yeah, eye test more than anything else, but also stats are there too. Most people agree he should be in the conversation of DPOY, but he's just like a whole, I mean, he can guard one through five and his blocking ability is on par with Embiid, on par with Gobert, on par with whoever else you want to say. Larry Sanders in this prime, whoever else. Oh my God, Larry Sanders. Like, he's an unbelievable. Prime Robin teammate. Lopez. Um, and you could argue this is Braun's best teammate he's ever had for a season. Like, Kyrie could have arguably been top five. I think AD is certainly top five. Um, and, I mean, he's just, he's a monster. LeBron's never 
had a big man like that. And I think it plays to his playing style a lot now that Brown's basically playing a point guard style of basketball. Him and AD's connection are ridiculous. And I think with Brown as his teammate, it's going to be a little bit different in the playoffs. I think, I mean, I can see a game five or game six where Brown's just missing shots and AD's going to keep him in it because he's just that sort of player. And he has that. I mean, I think he has the ability to take over games at this point. And I think he's certainly a top four player in the NBA in my book. He's not top three. And I think there is a gap between three and four, but I think he's very, very good. Yeah. It's fair. Um, let's get into our top three. So um, I don't, maybe you guys see it this way. I don't really see that much of a difference between, I think there's a huge gap between like, between two and like three and through seven. Like, I think three through seven is, like, its own class. But I think, like, one and two is, like, by far and away the two best players in the league. Um, yeah, well, I agree. For me, I, I could say top three are all pretty close for me. I, I, think, I think top, like, six are all pretty close for me. I think, I think top three, you could argue that – I mean, I would accept argument that three could be one or two could be one or vice versa. But I think top three has their own class in my book. Oh, I have a different top three than you guys, so. <laughs> I know. I have Harden at three. Um I think this is the most the best spot for him. Um, he hasn't had the best year, Zach. You'll even agree. Um, he, he's had like really rough stretches. Um, I just the thing with me is like I have not seen like his numbers are fantastic, but there's there's you can't deny that there's a drop off in his playoff stats. And last year. there was last year, and I think I think he's gonna. He's, I don't know how he's going to perform in the playoffs. I think um, he just – he struggles because with his play style, it just, like, it does wear him down. Like, these high usage rate play styles, like, there's going to be a drop-off in numbers. We've seen a nice break. So, I, I don't think he's going to be – like, I don't think he's worthy of, like, a number one spot because he's not even better than Giannis Orban. So, I think three's, like, a really fair spot for him. I say something real quick here? Like, look, like – Harden is a fantastic, fantastic offensive player. And I know you're really into advanced stats, and that's great. But at the end of the day, field goal percentage matters. And, and to say he didn't have a drop-off in the playoffs last year. Why does field goal percent matter? I, why, why shouldn't it? Why, why, why does it matter more than true shooting percentage? Why, why does the rest of the world care about the stat and because, all of a sudden Harden Because they're just being stupid. Why would playing field goal percentage matter more than true shooting percentage? Is a three not worth more than a two? Is a free throw not counting okay, the points? Right. In the playoffs, he's not shooting good from three either. You want to look at the field yeah. goal? Look at his true shooting percentage against the Warriors. 15%, 42%. They shot 0 of 27 from three. From three, 40, 40, 15, 25, 5, or 50, 25, 38, 35. I don't even know what you're reading. So, look, Harden had one of the best. I think Harden should have been MVP last year, but to say he didn't have a drop-off in the playoffs, it's just like he put up some big numbers, but he wasn't making his shots. And yeah, he was the best against the Warriors than anybody's ever been last year. I mean, that's not true. How? Who? What about game six where he got completely overshadowed by Curry? Ever, I disagree I mean, that he did. He, had good he definitely did. He had four turnovers in the fourth quarter. He had like 38 points or something. Yeah, yeah but on, when he needed him down the stretch, he just – It's not true. One of the turnovers was in the beginning of the fourth quarter. One of the turnovers wasn't his fault. One of the turnovers was after the game was over. Exactly. We went over this. Three of the four turnovers were his fault. 
Zach, here, here is shooting against the Warriors. Nine for 28, nine for 19, 14 for 32, 13 for 29, 10 for 16. Kudos to him. That's wonderful. And then 11 for 25. He shot above 50% once. And he wasn't even close to the rest of the game. Well, yeah, you're doing broad field goal percentage. Most of those shots were three. So, okay, are you just going to favor – so what you're saying, Zach, is that because – Three is worth more than yeah, a two. A lot of three, step-back threes, we should favor him more lightly because of true shooting percentage. Because yeah, if, if that's if the case, you make one-third of your threes okay, and you make one-half of your twos, that's the same thing. Let's talk about threes. Four for 16, five for 13, six for 17, three for nine, six for 15. Okay, just look at his true shooting percentage. So that's the most contextual stat you can have. I mean, I, I think you're using a stat that makes him look a little bit better than he is, and that's understandable. You're, like, his biggest supporter, and I understand that. But like, that stat on anybody. Ignore his field goal percentages, three-point percentages. It's just not. Because you know, why would you look at plain field goal percentage? Because that's what people look at to define yeah, how. That's a stupid stat, obviously. All right. I mean, it's coming from the guy whose favorite player has a really bad field goal percentage. Like, if I you think if, about like it's just common sense. If you make half your, th- if you make like a third of your, th- a majority of your shots, and you're the best player on your team, you're not playing as good as you. If, if what's what's three divided by three? That's one. What's two divided by two? Yeah, right. One. This, Shooting 50% the dead horse shows, 33% from three. But if you shoot a bunch of threes at 33%, your field goal percentage is going to be bad, even though it's the same. The rest of the players on my list have, so we'll keep on going. Um, number three for me is Harden as well. Um. Look, best offensive player in the NBA. No, I mean, is or at least best scorer in the NBA. I'll give him that. And I think he's an unbelievable player. And I've told Zach times he'd probably be one of my favorite players if this man didn't send me 20 tweets a day about that's how so, That's so true. That's so true. God, it's so annoying. It's a monster in rebounding percentage of some advanced out with, from Nate Silver. But, I mean, he's a fantastic player. I don't think he's proven himself in the playoffs yet. I mean, he's had some great moments, of course, but you could argue that a few years ago, Chris but Paul. Giannis has proven himself in the playoffs, did? No, but Giannis had a better regular season than Harden did. That's why he's above him. Um, but, I mean, we're in Giannis isn't great in the playoffs either, but you have Harden who, I mean, look, this is probably his best team yet, I think, with Westbrook, yeah. Westbrook's teammate he's had, you could argue. I he hasn't had good teammates. I mean, Westbrook is pretty He's had but better teammates than Giannis. He, he has he has Westbrook. Giannis has like that whole system of teammates and coaches and everything. I don't know. Harden I mean, literally has the best coach for offense in the league. I yeah. disagree. How? Because look at the playoffs every year. It's literally just Harden versus the, the Warriors every year, and nobody else does anything. That's the way they play. Oh, two games better. That's not his fault. Literally the way they play. That's, that's not that's his fault. How it goes. They have bad other players that everybody else gets worse. Like Chris Paul gets terrible. That's his fault. So, I mean, again – Harden's had a major drop off in playoff efficiency, and not just true shooting. Let's okay, yeah. Let's let's just let's save a bit of this for when we get to Zach's number one. But um, I also had Harden at three. Now, actually, I kind of want to talk because, like, we all agree he's probably the best offensive player in the league. Um, let's talk more about okay, whatever. Sure. I think the Rockets actually are going to make a playoff run this year, like a deep playoff run, like Western Conference Finals. Just because kind of like what you said, someone said earlier, it's how like they needed PG and Kawhi to guard Harden when they were playing the Clippers. Um, I think they beat the Clippers. Now, I earlier in the year, I would have said that I thought the Clippers would have come out of the West, but I, I don't know. I'm feeling the Rockets this year. I think 
I think they're going to have more time to perfect their small ball lineup, which they kind of, which they started like right after the trade deadline. Um, I think they can, perf- if they can perfect that and Harden doesn't have a drop off this year in the playoffs. Um, I think, I think they could get to Western conference finals. If Harden's making his threes this year, like I don't see why they're not winning the championship, but if he's making his threes. Because Giannis would make PJ Tucker his little baby in the finals. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who would guard Giannis if they played the Bucks in the finals. They have Covington. They have Covington. Covington is not guarding Giannis. Together, it's a team effort. I don't think Harden or Westbrook's gonna. Rockets are one and one against. I I think a three point line will guard Giannis. Like that's. I think it's going to rely a lot on Westbrook, too, if he shoots yeah. them out of the playoffs, which I could 100% see happening. And Eric Gordon. Yeah. He can actually make a three this year in the playoffs. Yeah, he, he has not been great. But I, I don't know. I think they're going to make a run. I kind of like what Dave said earlier. I think Westbrook's going to – I think he's going to have a slightly different year in the playoffs. I could see that happening. Um, yeah, I could see him getting better. Because, again, he's under, like, the best offensive coach in the league over the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, Turn Mellon to a potential MVP candidate in 2013. Steve Nash, two MVPs. Like, what more do you want? No. Yeah, could you? Yeah, uh, you know, I would like that, too. Uh, but, again, it falls on hard. I'd love a superstar who plays in the playoffs. Falls it more on D'Antoni than yeah. – and more more than it does on Harden. Compare his supporting cast. Is that how it goes? Compare Harden's supporting cast to Curry's supporting cast the last five years. It's not even a competition. Compare it to Browns. Harden's outplayed him every out, – outplayed Curry like in all those Oh, Also, too, another thing I wanted to mention that I, 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 there's no super team for Harden to run into this year. That's another yeah. reason why. They've only lost to the Warriors in the playoffs. Yeah. I could – I could like, honestly, like, I want to see a Lakers-Rockets series. They've I only lost to the Lakers curry Warriors. I'm happy with either. Yeah. Like, or a Rockets Clippers. I mean, they're the top three Rockets teams. Clippers is so fun. Yeah. But no. I could also, like, randomly see really, They had a really good game this year. They had two. Lakers Clippers. Yeah, yeah, two. No, uh, Rockets Clippers. They had a few, yeah. Beverly had one in L.A., which was crazy. Harden went off, but choked at the end. <laughs> no, Westbrook uh, not right. the open number three. Two. I'm kidding. Uh, I'll give my number two. I had Giannis here. I think this is pretty but easy. I, I'd never give my three. It was Giannis. He has a hot take. It's not I a put big. Giannis at three, by the way. That's fair. Go for yeah, it, Mike. I think that's fair. I mean, we it's fair, like, for you. Giannis is when Mike says it's Giannis, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, Giannis and LeBron, they're top MVP candidates this year. Um, I mean, Giannis is even better than he was last year. Like, I just don't see – I mean, there's no Kawhi in the East this year. I don't really see anybody who can guard him, to be honest. Does like, the East West matter this year? For yeah, it does. Yeah, uh, it does. I can see Duncan Robinson giving him fits in the playoffs. Yeah, like, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, who – I mean, <laughs> who's really going to guard Giannis in the playoffs? Marcus Gasol. I just – That'd be that'd be an interesting matchup. Well, Embiid, Ben Simmons, Josh Richardson. Embiid's the only Josh, one. Shut up with Josh Richardson. Get the hell out of here. Josh Richardson is not guarding Giannis. I'm saying that whole team is – I like to see Jimmy Butler versus – yeah. Butler could, could guard them for a little. The Sixers are built to guard Giannis. 
I mean, that's exactly why they – I mean, they got Horford, who actually gave him fits in game one last year. That's true. Horford did guard them. Horford's a great defender. Dude, like Giannis this year, though, 30 points a game, 14 rebounds, six assists. Like, And don't forget, he only played like 30 minutes a game. Like, statistically, maybe the best season ever. But yeah, I didn't like him in the playoffs last year at all. I mean, I mean that's that's why I have him at one. Sorry, I'm spoiling, but I have Giannis at one. I mean, like as much as, as good as Braun was, like Braun is, like he's having one of his like best seasons for sure, like passing wise. I think, I think Giannis is just it's like honestly a coin flip for me. Like you could either go, you can go either way for me with either Braun or Giannis. I'm just going Giannis because I think he's gonna be much improved, and I can just definitely see the Bucks going to the finals. Also, like think of like. The Bucks have a really good like system of supporting cast. Like they have good players off the bench and like role players and everything. But like, you could argue that out of Giannis, Braun, Harden, whoever, like he has the least. He has, he has the the worst second best player in Middleton, who's still a very good player. But I wouldn't say he's as good as AD or Westbrook or whoever else, right? Like all the, George. Like Giannis means a ton to his team, and he's really, really, really good. And yeah. I think. Like we get left on the fact that he's like by far and wide the best player in this team. Like he's the closest to an MVP in that sense that I think you have this year. Although I still think someone else deserves it, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's ridiculous it. that anybody would ever say Giannis. Like Giannis should be easy unanimous MVP this year. And I don't like Giannis at all. Like he literally has the highest PER ever. I'm pretty sure. Like it's not even close. It's got to be honest. I think just the people. Are, just the narrative was that like Bron deserves an MVP because he's been snubbed so many years, and he's, like, playing the best he has ever. But, like, Giannis is just outplaying him. It's I'll, not even, I'll like, say Giannis deserves MVP this year. I think Harden deserved it last year. I would um, agree. That's a regular season award. And I think Brown deserved it quite a few years before they didn't get it because people were tired of him. But I think – I agree. Yeah. I think no, – I, I, I had AD at two. Um, wow. Wow. AD at AD, yeah, I just think AD is suited for this type of play. I, I don't know, like the AAU type of play. I think AD, like, it's going to be unstoppable on both. I teams. can see that. I don't see how the Rockets would stop him. Yeah. He's, he's I don't think so. Yeah. I got, I got, Giannis. he's way more of a threat to the Rockets than Braun, in my opinion. What's up? AD's way more of a threat to the Rockets than Braun is. I, you I know, I don't. I don't disagree That's, with that. No. I mean, you can you can say yeah, but like when AD played with the Lakers, they lost to the Rockets at home when AD was injured, and it was just Braun and Kuzma against the Rockets on the road. They like beat them by like 50. yeah. AD needs Braun, but I'm just saying like 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 they're better without AD with Braun, but I, I, that's not how I evaluate who's the better player. All right, Mike, who'd you have at two and one? Do you have Giannis Braun? Uh, no, yeah, no, I had Giannis too. LeBron. LeBron won. I mean, like, yeah, I I think Giannis does deserve MVP this year just because of his insane stats. But, I mean, we're going into the playoffs. Like, dude, I trust LeBron more than Giannis 10 times out of 10. Um, because kind of like what you said earlier, what someone said earlier, like, what has Giannis really proved in the playoffs? Like, yeah, he made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. He carried his team there, but then kind of got smoked. Well, not in the beginning, but the last four games. He just got absolutely shut down. Yeah. Um, I, I would need to see from Giannis, I'd need to see him take his team to the finals and be the best player in the finals. For me to really put him above Braun, who's done that countless times now. Um, and just throughout the entire playoffs. 
even at 35, he's at 26 and 11 this year. Like, yeah, I get it. I, I understand that argument. Yeah. It's Picture just also the it's about the playoff experience. It's about who's been better in the playoffs. Again, I'm a, just I think that's more important to me when I'm picking who I think is going to do better. And I'm Braun Giannis or Giannis Braun. Me? Yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, I, you know who I picked. I mean, I, I like, I, I agree with Mike. Like, I think, I think Giannis in many ways is the best player um or the most valuable player right now but like just take the last weekend right before the break right like right before everything happened like the last weekend of the nba lakers played clippers and bucks back to back literally on back to back nights braun guarded for a majority of the game Giannis and guarded for a majority of the game Kawhi, and outplayed them both i mean i think like the whole like kuzma putting the crown on Braun's head like i think it's never been clear like i think that two games alone show that Braun's still the best player in the NBA and especially he's still the man to beat and he has a better teammate than he ever has before and he has more playoff experience than anyone else at this point and Giannis is a fantastic fantastic player and he's a clear number two for me although I think Harden is also very very good um but like I just think there's levels to it at this point and I think in the playoffs I'm taking Braun over anyone else in the NBA and maybe anyone but Jordan in NBA history. No, I would get into that, Bix, but let's save that for another time. Um, this was good. I'm glad we got through all Wait, our top 10 lists. We didn't get Zach's number two. Oh, number number no. two, I had AD. Number one, I had I, I don't want to talk about Harden anymore. We, we got to wrap this up. Um, thank you, guys. Thanks to Zach and Bix for coming on. This was a lot of fun. Um, the restart happens in little less than or a little more than two weeks so august will be fun there'll be a lot of games and uh we'll definitely have some good content so um thanks again for listening follow us on social media at what is the buzz um and what's buzzing um spotify what's buzzing and then so yeah so until next time keep buzzing